0: Mike roommate I have a question for you. Yes. Coldest morning of the winter so far. Do you not have a winter wardrobe? <laughs> um I do. I have a jacket. Or is that a
1: thicker t-shirt? I normal? have a jacket, but oh, I okay. listen,
0: I walk from my front door to my car, from the car to this building, and I don't feel like losing a jacket. So I just <laughs> I sprint into the building in the morning.
1: <laughs> All right, just curious.
0: Yeah, I'm going to New York next week. I definitely have You'll a jacket. Have to add some, yeah, uh, I definitely more will. Clothes. Yeah. Thanks, Jamie. And good morning, everyone. Um a lot to get to this morning we're gonna start by talking about the economy and some of the real numbers that are out there um, the uh, the president of the United States is talking about how the deficits being reduced and, and I'll be honest with you I It is it is frustrating because immediately we go to party politics, or at least that's the perception of things. But it's all about people. And the president of the United States and his party for decades and decades and decades have claimed to be the party for the working class. And so they claim to be the party of the working class. And yet um, we uh, we don't necessarily see it. Um, (laughs) And so I want to talk about some of the realities. Um, If you look at real wages um, and you go all the way back to a year ago, a little over a year ago, in January of 2022, real wages were down 1.8 percent. In February of 2022... They were down two and a half percent. They were 2.4 in April, 2.2 in May, 2.7 in June, 3.2 in July, and so on and so on. And over the last year plus, it has been wages have been down, real wages compared to inflation and the cost of things have been down. So this is the the question for everyone is are we seeing uh, good results? Uh, Two things that a president – or any incumbent, I would say, but especially a chief executive, a governor or or the president, they are going to go to their constituents and they are going to say promises made, promises kept. I promised you I was going to do this and I did it. I promised you I was going to do that and I did it. And uh, the president of the United States is going to go on that tour very soon. I would imagine as we see more Republicans jumping into the race, the president is going to tout what he believes are the good things. He says his plan is working. I want you to hear him just talking about his plan. He said, I, I have a good plan.
1: My economic plan is working. It's reduced the the deficit. It's fiscally responsible. We got more work to do, but we're making a lot of progress. Families across the country are starting to breathe again. So the president says
0: that the deficit is coming down. Well, let's talk about that. Um, it is predicted that not only is the deficit not coming down, but we are going to add to it by about $19 trillion in new debt over 10 years. And this is what Washington does. This is not a Democrat thing. This is what my frustration is with our bloated federal government is here's how they do things. Let's say the president has a budget. He lays out a budget plan where um, they are going to spend an increase of, let's say, across the board, an 8% increase in uh, in all of the um, agencies of the federal government. Let's say 8%. I'm, I'm, that's a number that's just out of the left field. And then what they end up saying is, well, because of the economic times, we are only going to raise our spending by 5%. He would say we cut spending by 3%. Does that make sense? But that's what they do. No, you've increased it by five, but we were going to increase it by eight. So we've, we actually have reduced spending by 3%. That's the oldest trick in the book. And it's not just this president that does it. It's both parties. This is the problem with the numbers game, the shell game of the numbers game. But the president said the deficit's coming down. It isn't. The president said food prices are down. They're up 11.8%. This is where the issue is. And here's the reality of this. This headline isn't talking about Republicans and Democrats and independents and libertarians and Green Party people. This is a number that's talking about Americans. 9.3 million more U.S. consumers ended 2022 living paycheck to paycheck than in 2021. Over 9 million more people in our country are now living paycheck to paycheck over the past year. This is what the crisis is. Food prices have gone up dramatically. Real wages are down. So as we argue politics, and I love to, I'm, I'm one of those people I've picked a side. I have a side in this. Um, it's interesting. We watched it at the, at the Super Bowl. I'll be honest, watching the Super Bowl, I had no problem with that holding call at the end of the game. Now, I'm not a Chiefs fan. and I'm not an Eagles fan. I didn't care either way. But when I watched that, I thought, you know what? That, all, that was a big play. That was a big play in the game, and that was a penalty. I had no problem with it. If you're an Eagles fan, that was the worst call in the world. There was a, a player's wife that said it and other people that said it. It was the worst call in history. You keep your flag in your pocket. But it depends on where you are. If you're a Kansas City fan, that was a hold. That was an abusive holding call. The guy should have been thrown out of the game. This is how the game is played in life. You pick a side and then you defend your side. There are some things that have to be explained. And I will tell you that this is where the media's job is to pick things apart. Their job is to ask questions. So here are some of the reasons why the president says his plan is working.
1: Gas prices are down $1.60 sixty gallon. They're going to come down further from their peak. And infl- so let's stop there for a moment.
0: Gas prices are down $1.60 and they're going to go down more from their peak. That's true. It's still much higher than it was when he took office. I mean, you you have on your watch, on your watch, uh, and notice I didn't say it's your fault. On your watch, we saw record gas prices, record prices on gasoline and diesel fuel, record prices. And one of the reasons why you say your plan is working is now prices are down. They were going up every single week since you took office. All four years of the previous administration, whether you like it or not, whether you like that president or not, whether you like the tweets or not, under that administration, gasoline was less than $3 per gallon for four straight years. You want to blame COVID? Try that. COVID didn't happen right away in the administration. As a matter of fact, the economy was roaring, and yet we weren't watching, so demand was up. We were not watching prices go up. So let's go on. So we talked about gas prices. Let's see what he does next. inflation is coming down. Take-home pay for workers has gone up. Just, I just read the numbers to you. Take-home pay for workers has gone up. That's not real wages. Real wages, again, every single month for the last year have gone down. Real wages have gone down.
1: Over the last several months, we got more to do, but I'm telling you, the Biden economic plan is working because of y'all. So this is
0: where the questions lie. And I I mean this sincerely to everyone out there. If you are better off now than you were a couple of years ago, then you should just completely disagree with me. Believe that I am out of my mind. I'm just a partisan hack and that you have every right and should not only vote for the president for reelection. You should donate some money to his campaign, put his bumper stickers on your car and recommend that all of your neighbors vote for him, too. If you're not then why not look at some of the other things? Because this is where the old, this is the old uh, tax and spend, rich versus poor, us versus them. This is part of the, uh, the issue with the Trump era tax cuts.
1: The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office said that would add $2.7 trillion again to the deficit. And would give people who make over $4 million a year an additional tax break of $175,000 a year. The tax break alone is more than twice what the average family makes in the year. So let
0: me throw something out there that's going to be very controversial on that topic. If you give a family that's making $400,000 a year, now that's what he said, a tax cut of $175,000, that means you're taxing them at over 50% to begin with. And that, I mean, I'm doing the math right, correct? Because if you're going to cut it 175, you're already taxing them over 200. So if they're make, oh, he said 4 million. So you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars off their tax. Okay, let's go.
1: Let's go further. Let's be crystal clear about what's happening. If you add up the proposals of Republican friends, my Republican friends have offered just so far what they've all they've offered these now. It would add more than $3 trillion to the debt over 10 years, $3 trillion. But see, if you cut spending,
0: none of that happens, but they won't cut the spending. That's where part of the issue is. So if you were to take $175,000 a year at $175,000, and then you were to divide that by 12... That means that, that that person making that money, $4 million a year, is paying that just if they were being taxed only 175000 a year. But what they're doing is they're cutting their taxes by a one seventy five is what they're saying. That means that's $14,583,000 a month. $14,000 a month. That means if they're cutting that tax, they're paying probably at least double that. So when he talks about they're cutting taxes for people making $4 million a year at more money than the average family makes, how about extending that in the other direction and saying it also means they're being taxed more than the average person makes in a year? That's a fair statement. That is a fair statement. This is my problem with the us versus them, rich versus poor mentality of tax and spend. We should be critical of what they're doing with our money. What we're going to do in a moment is we're going to talk local. Uh, Governor Hobbs has uh, cut some grants from the previous administration saying that it broke the law. We'll tell you who's affected and why she believes the law has been broken. All that's coming up here in just a moment. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks so much for being here. Appreciate it as always. The Innings Festival is back. The two-day music festival featuring Green Day, Eddie Vedder, Weezer, The Offspring, and so much more returns to Tempe Beach Park. It's February 25th and 26th. Head over to the contest page at KTAR.com for complete details and your chance to win tickets. Um, Governor Hobbs has blocked $210 million in COVID grants saying that the Ducey administration broke the law. According to the aides, 19 grants to 16 organizations between December 30th and January 1st, the last three days of the governor's term, were given in the violation of state law that requires a competitive process before money is awarded. So here's the quote. It's clear when you look at the amendments that were made by the Ducey administration at the 11th hour that they were trying to bind the hands of the Hobbs administration and prevent them from exercising responsible stewardship of taxpayer funds here. Um, a couple of things about this. We understand at the same time we're talking about responsible spending of taxpayer dollars. The governor has a lot of power. And um, to the victor go the spoils. And I think the governor has a right to surround herself largely with the people that she wants. She should be able to. I think the, the process for that should be one that leans that way because she won the election. And um, I think that we are going to see her do what she can to push her agenda forward. But the idea is that you're going to be holier than now bothers me either way. Um, there are a lot of people that are, she's talking about uh, a free tuition to college for dreamers and other things that people would say that's not a responsible spending of taxpayer dollars, that you're going to single out people because of their situation, whether it's in this case, these were these. And I, I, I've said for a very long time, that dreamers deserve citizenship that we are not going to kick these kids out of this country but to say that now what we're going to do is give them a leg up by paying for their tuition there's a lot of Arizonans that disagree with that and vice versa there's a lot of people on the other side of the aisle that don't like what Republican governors do but to say that what you are doing now is fiscally responsible and the uh, the last governor wasn't is is what is funny because it was Governor Hobbs and other people in the Democratic Party that complained about all of the tax cuts and the lack of spending from the state government. So it's not that they're spending money. It's what they're spending on. What they really don't like here is the fact that the governor was saying to people that we're going to do things based on mask mandates and some other COVID requirements that go against the grain. And what's I just read a story about this. There's a there's a and I heard the audio and I didn't I didn't pull it this morning. But many of you have heard Dr. Drew. He's a, become a very famous physician. <clears throat> he uh, did a radio show or probably still does do a radio show for a long time. Very famous television doctor. Um, but Dr. Drew Pinsky is his name. And uh, he's a really good guy. He just did a big mea culpa on on, uh, on an issue. He brought a woman on that was writing things about COVID and Pfizer and some things that were. And this is not for or against COVID. I'm just pointing something out. And he had been a hardline. On COVID vaccines and how everything that it worked and it was necessary. And then criticisms were coming out that Pfizer and some other major pharma companies knew that this was that they were not necessarily being forthright. They weren't telling the truth to everybody about the the efficacy of the vaccines and some of the side effects of the vaccines. And as more and more information and data came out, Dr. Drew actually brought this person on his show and said, I want to ha- make a sincere apology. I'm going to fall On my sword as best I can, and he launched into an apology, saying, "Now that the data's come in, you were right about a lot of what you said." So as as people that want to scream, follow the science when it suits you. You have to do your mea culpa. You know, there's now, what, 16 studies that say that ivermectin works uh, against COVID-19. Again, I'm not advocating for it. I just know that I used ivermectin when I was taking care of a pen of 42 bulls. I'm very well aware that it's a a horse or a, a cattle dewormer. But we also understand that there are... Thousands and probably more than thousands of drugs that have a strain for human use and a strain for animal use. It's not unusual. It's very common. But the narrative was, oh, you're not going to get a vaccine, but you're going to put an animal drug, a horse dewormer in your body. And people are not only seen to be as tinfoil hat wearing idiots. They were seen to be just completely out of their minds. Conspiracy theorists. And as more and more data comes out, they were right about a lot of things. And so we're supposed to shift with the science. And so this is more about that war. If you remember, the person that the governor just put up to head the, uh, the, um, the health department here in the state of Arizona was rejected by a Senate committee. But if you go and look at her record on COVID-19, that was a big part of it and what they did down in Pima County. Again, I'm someone that's fully vaxxed. I've, I've had three shots. I had the first two, then I had a third, the booster. But I am gone back for any more. And I'll be honest, if I had known then what I know now, I probably wouldn't have gotten the vaccine. But again, I was doing what I thought was the right thing at the time. And you have to give people credit when it turns out that people are right about something or they were completely wrong or out of their minds. You have to shift. These kinds of things that send political messages... Because you and I both know if this $210 million had been allocated to public education after the 11th hour in the Ducey administration, that money would stay with public education. So you have to call politics when you see politics. Is it a, is it a technical violation? I'm not a lawyer. It might be. But would they be doing this if it was something they agreed with? And again, she's the governor. She, and this is not a criticism. It's an observation. She is allowed to do what she wants as the governor and should. It is her time to lead the state along with working with the legislature in the way she sees fit. this That's her job. So I'm not being critical. I'm just observing. I'm just observing. Um, we are going to um, – what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do a, a quick call with Gatos, as we always do, the Big Q poll question of the day. And just after 9 o'clock, we are going to talk about schools and uh, what they're doing in the West Valley in math and science. It's pretty interesting stuff. We'll get to that here very quickly.
1: The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, good morning, Gatos.
2: Hey, you know those uh, shipping containers that made up uh, the Great Wall of Ducey along the border? Yes. Did you hear what we're doing with those things? Yeah, we're going to
0: make tiny houses out of them.
2: Yep, Governor Hobbs wants to put people inside of them. So they're 400, I think it's a 400 square foot space, and you only have to pay 200 grand.
0: Seems like a lot of money for a shipping
2: container. That's a ton of money. Yes, that's a lot of money. I didn't know that that was the uh, dollar amount. That's the dollar amount, and yeah. so you've got to pay two hundred grand. You got four hundred square feet. You've got uh, a toilet that incinerates your waste, and every few flushes, you've got to empty the ash that
0: your stuff turns that, into. That's that's ash, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. ASA. Okay. Making sure. Just making like, sure. Did it, sound like, no. it sound like I cursed? <laughs> you were talking about a toilet. I'm just making sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. I, I didn't curse or anything. I didn't yeah. say the, the A word, yeah. the S word. I didn't
0: say yeah. any of that. I get no. it. Yeah. Listen, not, listen. I'm I not, I live in the greatest country in the world in the 21st century. I'm yeah. not burning my waste. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm not down no. with that. Uh.
2: They also said you could even, if you'd like to, uh drink the toilet water. Really? Yes.
0: All this for just two hundred thousand.
2: That's <laughs> so all you gotta do, man. All you gotta do is just, <laughs> just scrounge up two hundred grand and you get uh you get to go to the bathroom basically in your kitchen because there's basically no room. Gilligan lived better. Uh, that's right. The skipper lived better. That's exactly <laughs> right. So is, so is that the uh, question? Here's the other thing. Where do you put it? Right. I know. Where Where is where's my shipping container going? Oh. You know, I, are you going to do I What do you put in the middle of the street? Do I have to pay for proper? It's ridiculous. Is that anyway. your question? Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs wants the uh, border shipping containers used for housing. Is this a good idea? I should have just said no, but I said yes or no. Uh-huh.
0: I don't think it's Maybe a bad it's, idea. I just think it needs to be better. I think it needs to be cheaper. Yeah, but it also—I don't want to have to drink my toilet water and burn my waste. Let's just yeah, leave it I'm at not that. I'm burning my waste. Yeah, I'm flushing that thing
2: down. I'm doing the. <laughs> I'm doing it. Sometimes, hey, sometimes it's a two flush. I'm,
0: you know? I'm just saying. Oh, that's awesome, Gatos! As yeah. always, you made me laugh. Have a good day, man. Have a good day. That's hilarious. The big Q poll question of the day is brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Head over to KTAR.com. You can vote and see how others voted as well. Just after 9 o'clock, a new focus on math and science in West Valley schools. Is this going to improve education? We're going to talk about the options in just one moment.